Welcome to Lattes and Lifting. Grab a coffee and join us as we chat all about food, fitness, and finding your freedom. Through this podcast, we will help you navigate the fitness world stress-free. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the pod. <sighs> I feel like we we just had like a 45-minute conversation before we press record, and sometimes I feel like we need to record those, but... Um, they cannot be recorded. Yeah, there's definitely some things that we probably shouldn't put out into the universe. Um, I had this conversation, not to like <laughs> a disclaimer, not that Jess and I sit here and like talk shit, but I had an experience in the gym the other day where people were like gossiping in public in like earshot of other people and i'm like listen if you want to behave like that like go do it in private like why are you in the middle of a busy gym like this is not this is not world health club sir um yeah i and i just i think it's so funny and i wonder if it's like i was gonna say i wonder if it's like an age thing or like just a i think both of us have gotten to a place where we just like don't care um because, and you know, backstory, we were kind of talking about like other coaches being intimidated by other coaches. And I was like, I literally feel intimidated by no other fitness professionals. Yeah. Um, maybe if I met somebody really famous, like, in person, like I would be like fangirling kind of, but like, I just don't feel like, and people have, and the reason people have asked us before, like, how are you guys friends? Aren't you guys technically like each other's competition? And I'm like, no literally the furthest thing from it i've sent people to jill and she has sent people to me and it is not a competition at all but i am very grateful for our dynamic and our relationship i feel like it isn't very common especially in this industry that you have friends that do the same thing yeah (laughs) oh i've definitely been places where i worked in person like ages ago that you would be like like if somebody else like did a session with your client you would be like well they're trying to try steel next to me um and i feel like even if like like let's say somebody had like i don't know some really specific like pelvic floor stuff and jill was like i think this is beyond my comfort go talk to jess and i would be like yeah like we could do a couple virtual sessions or whatever. And I'll tell Jill like what we talked about with your permission. And I would just like give them back like a consult, not like, well, now you're my client. Like it just doesn't, it just doesn't really occur to me. And I think I've even sent people to you for like nutrition and they're just like, yeah, like we just kind of, you know, do the thing. And then they either come back or even if they were like, you know what, I think maybe like Jill is a better fit. I'd be like, okay, cool. She might be. That's why there's different trainers for different reasons. I'm just not that insecure with myself that I'm the only coach for people. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just like a level of security with us. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. But anywho, not the pod for this week. Uh, Do you have a win for this week? Um, You know, I was really struggling to think of a win because your girls had a rough week. I, I, injured my forearm on the weekend and that has been quite painful um but i have i I think i have figured it out um not that it's making it any less painful but obviously we're booked into physio we'll see what's up and it's always helpful to know 
the issue and not just be in pain and also not knowing what's causing said pain. Yeah, I mean, it's still freaking annoying, but, um, and then I, my allergies have really flared up this week, um, possibly due to the same reason as the arm that I was doing stupid yard work. <laughs> um, uh, and so my eyes were really watering and my face was really raw and puffy and it was, I just felt really gross as a human <laughs> because of that. Um, but that said, and I feel like I've had like a bunch of just mindset wins lately. I feel like I haven't given you guys any like concrete wins, but the mindset win is that I still gotten in my planned workouts this week. Um, and I just kind of was like, Hey, what can you do? And I feel like that's something that happens, um, either like on a different level as an athlete or a coach is like when something is injured or hurting and you're like, Hey, what can we do? Not well, my arm is buggered. Cause I was just saying to Jill, like the, the, this injury that is going on is such that I can deadlift the same weight that I have been with no pain, but I can't hold my water bottle like out from my body. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like, and instead of being like, well, I guess we're not going to work out. I was like, no, like you can go see what you can do. I mean, it's not like you, like my gym is in my basement. So I just, you know, trek on downstairs. If it didn't work out, I was just going to come on back upstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, so I still got all my workouts in and my lovely friend, Jill gave me the lowdown on Aquaphor, (laughs) which is basically like fancy Vaseline. Um, it was literally, if you have been here for a hot minute, you would have known that I was on Accutane at one point in my life. And I would have, I didn't love my life on Accutane, but Aquaphor was the only thing that made Accutane doable because it sucks every drop of moisture out of your body. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, so my face is like, it's still a bit puffy, but it is healing it's not red and raw anymore um and i i went and got some new allergy medicine and i got some allergy eye drops and we are we're on, on our way to back to normal i would right. say so so the win is just you know just kind of a pivot from being like well this sucks to mm-hmm. okay let's regroup and let's you know be a human again but if you ever have, yeah, like dry skin, raw skin, I also have very sensitive skin, which is why when Jess said like my skin's really like raw and sensitive, I was like, haha, I'm the girl for that. Because one time in high school, I used foaming cleanser instead of a gel cleanser. I literally had water blisters on my face from just using a different cleanser. So hey, but remember the kinds of cleansers we were like sold like the OxyClean, like the clean and clear with the scrubbing beads, yeah. like those things like like take the skin off your face mm-hmm. like that's not the vibe and i actually have a really good skincare routine which is why i was so pissed because i thought it was something that irritated it but then i was like my eyes are watering and then i was like oh yeah when you like cry a lot your skin just gets really raw because your tears don't mesh well with your skin and i was like oh it's I was like, hey, so first of all, we need to soothe the skin. Second of all, we need to get these eyes to stop watering. (laughs) So I was like, maybe I need to switch allergy meds and get some like really good eye drops. So like shout out to the pharmacist um, down the street from my house because I went in looking like 
looking like I'd been crying for six days. And I was like, this is allergies, please help. And they were like, what are you taking? What, like, what are the symptoms? And I was like, honestly, just eyes are watering. That's it. And they were like, yeah, try this, try this. And I was like, boom. But if you have um, skin issues, Aquaphor is literally a lifesaver and won't mess anything up. I promise it is like fatty Vaseline, but you can put it on your lips. You can put it on your skin. You can put it on your babies. You can do anything yeah. with it. <laughs> and I actually had like a little, this is funny. When Jill was like Aquaphor, I was like, oh my God, I have like a lip balm that's Aquaphor because last year when we were being outside and it was cold, I would put some on Wynn's cheeks so that they wouldn't get too cold. And I was now I have this tub of Aquaphor that I'm like, I'm just gonna do that. And then she'll just be warm, like her face. I don't have to worry about frostbite and stuff. So um, anyways, that's the win. That's It seems like a very roundabout win, but we're on the come up. That's my win, I'm on the come up. I love that. Uh, I think my win's a pretty big deal for me. Anyone that knows me, uh, I have gone to the gym in the morning all three days this week it's currently wednesday and i've been to the gym three out of three days and usually i work out between 1 and 5 p.m and i have been done at the gym before 11 a.m for the past three days and i think that's pretty cool i think it's a huge one because i if you know me you know that my prime exercising time is between 9 30 and 11 30. um yeah, I've always been a like mid-morning gal. Um, and it killed me that when I was like doing CrossFit that the only class from like nine to 11 was like the competing class. It was like advanced stuff. And I was like, this is probably not something I should be doing pregnant. Um, but I do enjoy that time of morning for workout. There's something about like morning, but not like before eight. Yeah, like I'm not forcing myself out of bed and prying my eyes open and being half asleep through my workout. I still get to sleep till 7 30, 8 o'clock, have a little bit of food, have a coffee's been my pre-workout this week because you know I love that. It's in the morning. So have my bagel, have my coffee, get my workout done. And my morning still feels low enough but structured enough. And especially with it getting colder and darker mostly. I don't want to be walking my dog downtown for an hour in the dark every night. So with shifting my workout time to the morning, now I can walk my dog when I would normally be at the gym and we can go for a long walk while it's light out, but it's also mm -hmm. not hot for her. So I think this is going to be a good shift, especially in the winter. I thought I was going to do one morning workout on Monday because I had to go. It was the only time I had to work out. I thought I was going to do it Monday and never do it again. But here we are. So we're going to try to stick with it for a while, feel it out, give it a good go. But I hit a couple PRs on Monday. So maybe I was meant to work out in the morning. I agree. And I feel like a lot of people who listen are going to be like, well, I can't do that because I work. Well, sucks for you, doesn't it? <laughs> I love you so much, but we all make <laughs> our own life choices. And I chose not um, to subscribe to the nine to five. So we all be at the yeah. nine am if anyone. Yeah, <laughs> there are perks to running your own business. And one of those is making a schedule that you want to have. And honestly, I I don't think I could go back to having somebody tell me when I had to be somewhere. I'm like, oh no, 
even I'm like, we decide when we have openings for meetings and when we don't. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I, 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 whether it's like a problem with authority or something, I don't know. There's probably something to be said there, but. Um, our therapist about our problem with <laughs> authority. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, there are perks to having your own business. Um, taxes is not one of those things. So if you enjoy receiving money back at tax time, I don't recommend this. Anyways. Well, that's um, a fun new switch for my week and I'm excited to see how it goes for the winter. Um, but shifting away from workouts, we're talking a lot of things, nutrition this week, some common questions and things that have come up with clients and also a billion and two comments I've been getting on my TikTok lately. The internet has stopped bullying me for now. So we love that. But I keep getting the same questions all the time. So if you're listening to the pod and you found me on TikTok, this is for you. Um, free info for you. Three common th things I've been getting on TikTok and we'll go through them one at a time. Most common question I've been getting lately because a lot of my videos on TikTok are protein-based, how to increase protein, how to get more protein in your diet, you know, all the things we know and love. Biggest theme I've been getting in my comments, and I'll let you speak on this first, direct from my comments, I'm hungry all day no matter how much protein I eat, and it doesn't matter. The, even if I eat more protein, I'm still hungry. Disclaimer, I don't know the specifics of this. I don't know what lots of protein means to them. I don't know what more protein means to them. But let's say hypothetically you're following the standard we usually give people of 30 grams of protein with your big meals and then some sort of protein with your snacks. You're still hungry all the time. What advice you got? Well, are you eating enough? Enough? Like, are you, is it a volume problem? Like, because protein isn't the only thing you should be eating, right? So let's say, like, let's say your lunch is like a salad with like a chicken breast. Um, is that enough calories in general? And I don't even really speak in like calories, but what if you had like, oh, I don't know, some bread? like garlic toast or something delicious. Like what if you had something more than that? Like you can't just add another chicken breast and be like, oh, that did the trick. Like at some point there has to be some volume. Are you raising your hand as in this is me or you want to speak? Well, I'm raising my hand to hold my thought in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> but also because I realize I can give you more specifics. Um, oh, okay. I won't name names, but the lady who most recently left this comment on my video, I asked back, I'll read you our conversation and maybe this okay. one, and then I will reply to said lady and let her know that we're answering her exact problem on the pod. She said, <clears throat> oh, this kind of goes with the other thing we were going to talk about too. Another comment I get a lot is eating breakfast in the morning when people eat breakfast in the morning they feel like they can't stop eating throughout the day those two kind of go hand in hand we're eating breakfast we're hungry all day we're eating protein we're still hungry all day 
she said, when I eat breakfast, I can't get enough food throughout the day. It doesn't matter how much protein I eat. So look, both problems in one question. So I said, do you track your food? <clears throat> and she said, I did for a year and a half and stopped after I stalled weight loss for six months. It's very defeating. I replied and I said, I was more so asking to see what your overall intake is like, to get an idea of how much food are you actually eating in a day? Because if you're eating 100 grams of protein, but only 1,000 calories, I've found your problem. So I wanted to know how much food she's actually eating in a day. She gave me a rundown of her day of eating. So I shall share. Breakfast is usually a protein shake five days out of the week. Uh, the that's other not enough. Okay, so I'm just right there. That's not enough. Yeah, so that was the first thing that popped into my head was a protein shake. Cool, you hit your protein. Where's our carbs? Where's our fat? Where's our fiber? We're missing three out of four things. That's not a meal. Two of those days is things like a couple of eggs and turkey sausage with a multigrain light English muffin. We already, know, we already know, though, two eggs. Cool. A turkey sausage, though. Probably not enough protein for the regular person. Turkey sausage. Cool. I do have a slight bone to pick with breakfast sausages. If they're not turkey, they're usually more fat than anything else, which nothing Fair wrong enough. with that. Um, but the turkey sausages that Jess and I eat from Costco, shout out to Jess, great. Lower fat, higher protein. <laughs> Costco sponsors. Um, Keep us in breakfast sausages. And an English muffin. So in that day, we've got our carbs, our fibers, some fats. Cool. So what would you take her breakfast? That's five days of a week of just a protein shake. What would you add? The rest of the meal. <laughs> like any, literally anything else. Like peanut butter on toast, cream cheese on a bagel. Uh, your whatever, what did she say? English muffin? Do that. That's Yeah, those are on the oh, other two. Yeah, days. but you could have that. If Let's say you're out of breakfast sausages. You could have your protein shake with your, like, honestly, literally almost anything you want to eat that has carbs and fat, because that's the only other macronutrients that you're like missing. And then we um, also need to throw some fiber in there. Most people, yeah, protein. She, said she had a multigrain. Yeah. But so with, that, the fiber. with the protein shake, though, we need to make sure the fiber is there. I find the most common issue is people increase their protein and we don't match fiber. And then we run into issues pooping. Is I mean, problem. and the other thing about a protein shake is like, I need more details. Are you making a smoothie that happens to have protein in it with like berries, yogurt, other things, or are you having like a fair life? Like those are not the same. I would right? guess she's probably a person who works at nine to five. So I would guess it's like a make a protein shake, like protein powder and water or right. as we're leaving. Like, I'm happy you're having something like, let's not negate that. However, you need more, even, even adding like a banana and some fruit and a piece of toast would make the world of difference to that sad little breakfast protein shake. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that like, get that having the protein is great. Choosing protein is all you're always going to get a thumbs up from me. But it's like, you need to choose protein and. Protein is not the only thing that dictates hunger. No. Feel in the day. We need 
our other micro and macronutrients as well. So breakfast, we've sorted. We need more in general. We're moving on to lunch. Lunch is a factor meal, which I think is a U.S. company. It's like that factor. I You'd have to Google it. It's like a meal prep pre-made meal company. Factor Meals, I think it's called. Um, no, it's actually a Canadian company. Oh, maybe she's Canadian. Clean eating made easy. Blech, sorry. But it's I like mean, a meal prep. Made easy. What is what does clean mean as opposed to dirty? I would assume if it's a meal prep company, it's probably uh, oh. high protein. They low actually protein. they actually look good. You can pick like roasted garlic and potatoes, uh, roasted garlic chicken with potatoes and beans, beef taco bowl. They look good. I I just don't like that they're advertising that they're clean. Okay, so we approve of the factor meal. Um, she said. Lunch is a factor meal that has protein, vegetables. Snack is a protein water. I'm putting a question mark behind that. We are Dr. Google. To do. Um, a protein water and sometimes a protein bar. Stop. What is this protein water? I protein do infused water. I do know that companies like Women's uh, no, what's that company called? I can't remember. There are companies that make like clear whey protein and it's like juice tasting instead of like yeah. creamy. Um, I don't know what a protein water is specifically. Well, there's one, something comes up on Amazon that is, it's it's called Protein 2.0. Um, uh, and it's like, it's only 15 grams of protein though. So, okay. But again, oh, there's something that you can buy at Costco. Let me just, oh, it's still, still, it's only 15 grams of whey protein. Okay. So we're doing a protein water. And only 70 calories. A snack average should be about 150 to 200 calories. So that's half a snack. Or a protein bar, which again, depends on what you're eating, what type of bar it is. Is it actually a protein bar or is it an energy bar? Honestly, for this person, I would go for more of an energy bar with some more carbs. You're going to. You're going to need it, to be honest. Because we don't have a lot going on. Um, so same thing with snack. We're doing with breakfast. We need more. Have your protein water. Sure, great. That's the choice of protein you want to include in your snack. Cool. Can we do some veggies in a dip? Can we do some crackers and cheese? Can we do... Uh, what else do people that work regular jobs eat for a snack? Some fruit, some Greek yogurt and berries some trail mix. Can we add something to your protein source to bulk it up a little bit? Dinner is usually chicken, salmon, or pork, some sort of, with some sort of veggie, sometimes a potato, sometimes muscle mac and cheese, which if you don't know what that is, one, it's not very good, I don't think, and two, it's protein mac and cheese. But not like the one I make that's like actually good and the recipes on TikTok, like like boxed KD, but protein version. That sounds terrible. Anything, anything that's like protein, something that already exists, is generally no good. Like there's like protein Snickers bars, there's like things like like that. Like anything that's like like KD protein, it's a no for me. And in general, it sounds like this person. Um, could benefit from some carbohydrates. 
because they didn't have any at breakfast. And then I don't know if it was left out, but that factor meal, they said, which is a protein and veg. They didn't say anything about a starch. And then the snacks were protein water and a protein bar. If it's some kind of protein chocolate bar, which I like those, um, I have like half of one almost every day because not only is it a little bit of protein, but it's a little bit of chocolate, which satisfies that sweet tooth. But I'm not seeing a lot of like starch and that's what's going to give you a bulk of calories to add on to that protein. And I think I was just kind of thinking as you were going through this, Jill, and I was like, is it the wellness industry's fault for saying things like choose protein? but not elaborating, not giving the nuance of how about add protein to your snack? Maybe that is the language that our industry needs to start using because otherwise we end up people having only protein for snack. Like that would be like, like what if you sat down at three o'clock for your afternoon snack and ate a chicken breast? Like that's, that's the equivalent, like, right? Nobody, well, okay, no, I don't say nobody does that. People do that. People people do that, but they do not listen to this because they are listening to a bodybuilding podcast. But maybe what we need to say to normal people is, what do you like to have for snack? Let's add some protein to that. So whether we add a couple pepperoni sticks or maybe you have like cheese and crackers and a protein water. Like maybe that would be a better option than just choose protein. And that's the only choice that there is. Because I also think that sometimes finding things that are like protein is like, it's tricky. And that's something that I talk about a lot with my clients is that like, I have no ideas. And I'm like, you just have to have things close by that are easy. So like, I'm not saying no protein bars. I'm not saying no pepperoni sticks, things like that. Those are often the things that are easy to grab when you're like, I need a snack, but I also need the snack to have protein. Like, honestly, I open my fridge and I'm like, what am I going to have for snack? I will eat one, maybe two pepperoni sticks while I'm standing at the fridge. And I'm like, well, at least I got my protein covered. Now I can have whatever I want. Yeah. And I think you're probably onto something with that in saying, I talk about protein all the time, but I'm not just out here drinking protein shakes for every meal or chicken and nothing else. Imagine? Protein is so important and we know this and we're happy to help you increase your protein and find ways to get more. But our carbs and our fats play a role too. Protein, yeah, it helps build muscle. It helps keeps yeah. us full. Carbs are energy shorts. Fats make our brains work and also are that long-term energy. Fiber is what keeps your digestion regular. Protein is important, but so is everything else. And you're probably right with that languaging around eat more protein, include more protein. We forget about everything else because we're like, well, I have to only have protein and I can't have carbs and I can't have these other things. But a reason you're eating breakfast and then you're starving all day or you're hungry no matter how much protein you eat is because we're missing three out of the four Mm -hmm. things in our diet. (laughs) Yeah. And It could also be that when you give your body actual food, it's like, hey, wait a second. This didn't happen yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like, let's take advantage of this shit. And let's like, let's get it. Like I need, and your body is actually telling you that you do need more food. 
Um, and off, and I, Jill's talked about this a lot. I keep hearing, I feel like I've heard you say this a few times lately is like when you're talking about how like coffee is not breakfast, I always try to think of like, because I do like to have a coffee before I eat a meal. So I've like made myself have, usually what I do is I do my greens and then I have a banana and then I have coffee and then I have breakfast a little bit later because I'm like, I can hear Jill in my head saying coffee is an appetite suppressant, coffee is an appetite suppressant. So if I don't have something before my coffee, then yeah, I'm, first of all, my stomach's probably going to be upset. And second of all, I'm going to get to like, you know, eight o'clock when I go to make my breakfast, I'm going to be like, I don't actually want anything. Um, but you know what, when you have a toddler, they want things all the time. So like, usually I just make us one big plate and then we share because otherwise, if you have a toddler, you'll know why you just keep it all on your plate because sometimes you can have the same thing on their little plate and, they and they'd know. rather eat yours. Yeah. And I think <laughs> that's a big thing is when I say coffee's not breakfast, I'm not saying you can't drink your coffee but have something like I do that often too, especially this week with shifting my workouts is I've done a coffee and a bagel. And then when I get home, I start to load my protein a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I don't like to eat a super heavy breakfast. I don't want eggs and egg whites and turkey sausages and a bagel at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I would, I literally threw up in my mouth eating just a bagel and a cup of coffee on Monday morning. Like if I ate that much volume first thing in the yeah. morning, I would yak and also my stomach would hurt. I can't do high fat first thing in the morning. My digestion just isn't moving and grooving enough to be like, hey, digest all these fats, healthy or yeah. not. Um, eggs are, for me, eggs have to be brunch or lunch. 100%. If um, I do eggs I first thing, I do morning, eggs in the morning. I'll poop in my pants every time. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. But you're allowed to break up your breakfast too. Like if you don't like something super heavy, have an apple, have a banana, have a bagel. Yeah do your coffee and then have your high protein later, but don't just focus on protein either. And that kind of leans into the other thing I get on TikTok all the time is I can't eat breakfast because I'm nauseous in the morning or I eat breakfast and it makes me nauseous in the morning. Does I was like, does one occur because of the other? I get both sides of it. I can't eat because I'm nauseous or I do eat and then I'm nauseous. I would, if that was a client of mine, I would ask them to do an experiment for me. And I would say, I would like you to try one week of not necessarily like full breakfast. Like we're not talking about eggs and whatever. First thing in the morning, I want you to have something small. I want you to have a piece of toast with peanut butter or, and also maybe something that is easily digestible. Like what, what are you having for this breakfast that is causing the nausea? Is it is it a fair life shake or something like that? Like, is it the dairy? <laughs> um, I want to know. I want to know more, right? I want to know. Are you nauseous because you are now so hungry because you haven't eaten since you know your bedtime snack, um, and it's been you know ten hours probably? Are you are you nauseous because of that? Because I know if I don't eat, I. I feel, I'm like, I'm so hungry, I could barf, but there's nothing in my tummy to barf. Um, or are you eating something that doesn't really jive with you for breakfast? And that's why you're nauseous when you do eat breakfast. So if you're like, like, let's say you're like, hey, I'm gonna start eating breakfast. I'm gonna down two hard boiled eggs. And your body is like Jill and I, that's like, oh, oh, no, no. We don't do that kind of fat first thing in the morning. Um, 
can you have something that is easily digestible, like a piece of toast with peanut butter? If I am, and and these are also people, I talk to people like this who are like, I work out early in the morning, so I can't eat. But then they end up in this deficit and they end up eating the entire fridge the rest of the day. What if I gave you permission to have like half of a granola bar or gasp, like two bites? What if you had just enough to give yourself a little bit of carbs, bring that energy up, and then you did your workout? I have a client who only ran, like fasted, and I was like, we're up to like a granola bar, which is huge for them, huge. Um, so give yourself permission. Like this is the time you could have half a banana. Most of the time, if you have half a banana, I'm throwing you out. <laughs> but this is the time when you can have a couple bites of something, a sip of coffee and run out the door, right? Like you don't have, doesn't have to be a meal. What if, what if you had a breakfast snack? What if we got to make nutrition whatever works for us? 100%. And that is what I tell everybody because I posted a video, the video that got me bullied on the internet, which I have now. <laughs> which um, was terrible. Everyone terrible. was so mean. But I have now added words that you can't comment on my TikTok anymore. Like if you try to comment it, it'll show you that it commented. It doesn't show up on my end and no one else can see it. So jokes on you, be mean to me. I'm never going to see it. Um, wild. And you can filter words. So I filtered like all the mean words that everyone was saying to me. And I'm like, stick it in the comment, do it. It shows you that you posted it. I don't ever see it. So talk away. Anywho. On that video, it was my protein Greek yogurt, which if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you've seen me make a thousand times. Plain Greek yogurt, scoop of protein, some sort of fruit. Protein, carbs, fiber, done. We're done. Every Everything's there. It's not very high fat, but sometimes I throw some chocolate chips in there. So then we cover that base too. Um, and everyone was like, I could never eat that in the morning. That's too heavy. This would make me nauseous. This is that's the video these comments came from. You don't have to eat that first thing in the morning. And I was trying to reply to as many people as I could. Your first food might work better if it's just a carb, a bagel, toast, some fruit, mm -hmm. whatever, because carbs are quick and easy to digest, but it still gets something in your stomach. So don't feel like as soon as you wake up, you have to jam pack the protein in. If you know that doesn't make you feel good or you're dealing with nausea in the morning already, it's probably because you're hungry. You haven't eaten in eight, 10, 12 hours um, since dinner or your bedtime snack or whatever. It's been a lot of hours. So put something in your body that's quick and easy to digest. Mm -hmm. And then your body's been awake for a while, then start your protein. Yeah. That and I would even hesitate to say that a lot of people who are feeling nauseous, they're like, I need to eat something. And then they, like, like I said before, they might make eggs or something like that. And they're eating something that is not easy to digest. And my next question to this person is, have you tried something else? Have you, did you, did you get nauseous that one time? And you're like, well, that's it for breakfast. Like, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's not paint with the same paintbrush. Like, have you tried options, mm -hmm. right? Like nutrition, fitness, everything that we coach is 100% trial and error, right? You try your knee hurts, you try this exercise. 
it still hurts. Okay, let's try something else. Let's try something else. Let's try something else. Like, did you do it one time and you were like, well, I guess breakfast isn't for me. I guess I'm just meant to be nauseous. Like, look yourself in the mirror and say what I just said. I'm not going to be like, does that sound good? I'm not going to lie. And this is not me trying to be mean to the people that comment on my videos. Um, but most likely, yes, that is exactly what happened. I ate breakfast one time. It made me not feel good. So I don't eat breakfast anymore. But what, what did you make breakfast look like? What did you think breakfast had to look like? Like there is options. And the worst that happens is you try something and it doesn't work. It's the same thing in the gym. You pick up dumbbells. And they're a little too heavy. It's fine. You're going to be okay still. <laughs> yeah. And like, and is you telling yourself that you can't have breakfast contributing to that? Because we know that the things that we tell ourselves, like our brains are messed, right? We tell ourselves stuff that's not true all the time. So what if you were like, okay, I'm going to the person, my granola bar person. The other thing was that bananas made them gag. And usually bananas is like a safe. Right. Like, because if you think about when you're um, when your digestion's off and you go back to the brat diet, it's like bananas, rice, applesauce, toast. Right. Like those are the safe foods. And she was like, bananas make me gag. And I was like, but you're a runner. All runners like bananas. <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, anyways, so I was like, okay, like, what do you like? What carby thing do you like? And she was like, we have lots of granola bars. I have kids. And I was like, cool have half a granola bar like it's fine and they're like i can just have half and i was like you could have a bite you could also start with that two granola bars i don't care (laughs) the thing is is like there aren't really many rules when it comes to like fitness and nutrition right and i think sometimes and this is one of the things when i coach people nutrition is we actually talk about food rules right off the bat and like the rules that you have been led to believe or the rules that you have given yourself. And one of the things that we do is we just go through and we're, and I'm like, this flat out is not true. This flat out is not true. Because if you think about like women in particular, we have been told so many things that most of the time when people end up coaching with Jill or I, they don't know what to believe. And we have to sit them down and be like, I'm really sorry that somebody told you that fat makes you fat, but it really doesn't. It actually just makes your insides kind of slippery and it helps your digestion. And people are like, oh, I'm like, that's why if you have like a whole avocado or like a lot of guacamole, like you have to poop (laughs) because it's like lots of fats. But I was like, but you don't get fat from guacamole. It's actually delicious. It's just like lubrication. We've been made to believe there's a lot of nutrition rules, but there actually isn't. And if you want some, let's make them for ourselves. And I think that's a big thing both of us And make it like, I have a banana before my coffee. That's a good rule. Yeah. And I think that's something you and I do with a lot of our clients is like, okay, you want rules? Let's make our own. I'll I'll give you rules. Throw them out the window. (laughs) We're making our own rules. And that can be really helpful too, because then you feel like you still have structure and routine and guidelines, but it's not based on some man who probably decided that everyone should do the same thing. So I mean, we love structure and routine. We really do. Um, But but, let's make sure it works for you and not some random person on the internet. (laughs) 
I agree. I agree. And I think, I think we're coming to a point where information is so readily available that a lot of people are getting good information. There's still a lot of really bad information out there, but I also think that we're at a point where people who have larger platforms or bigger voices are shutting things like that down. Um, I can't remember. What did I see that somebody just flat out was like, it was probably a TikTok and you know, the classic, you see the guy um, in the grocery store aisle yelling probably about oatmeal and some stitch comes in and it's like, this is wrong. It's absolutely not true. And like the person who comes in and says that's not true has like a huge following. And then people are like, yeah, so this thing where this guy was saying oatmeal was bad. And this guy was like, no, it's not good. So like each oatmeal. Yeah. Um, and I think that we're seeing a lot of that. And um, I know that we are seeing a lot more in the like pregnancy and postpartum space, mostly because there has been a lot of big studies about pregnancy and postpartum and exercising coming out from big names. So there's less, but um, you got to yeah. find, I think the general PSA, we've talked about this many times, so we don't need to really dive into it, but you got to find your space on the internet. There's yeah. you can find anything you want on the internet, but find the space that makes sense to you and makes your brain feel calm. And you don't go there and be like, what know, who, know who is a safe source and who you can just keep scrolling past. Is a good, um, but don't scroll past this podcast because you know that you're getting good information from us. Um, I think that's probably good for today. If you have, here's here's a question I'm gonna throw out there. If you have a food rule that you're not sure about, and you would like us to um, give you the lowdown on, please send us your food rules. Um, how you can do that is you can either send us a voice memo, which would be my preferred method, but I digress. Um, you could also drop us a DM over on Instagram, which is at Lattes Lifting Podcast. We've been putting up question boxes each week uh, before we record. So if you want to comment there, or if you want to send each of us a DM, whatever, get it to us somehow, and we will um, debunk your food rule um, for free. I mean, if, this is free coaching. We love it. If you are on my TikTok and you want, like you have a question or I post a video and you need further explanation, feel free to drop a comment and let me know you want me to answer it in a podcast. I will pull it into the podcast. Me and Jess would be happy to answer it. I'm trying to get more traction from like TikTok to the podcast. So if you already follow me over there and I ever post something and you're like, I have a question about this, mm -hmm. but in like all caps, podcast or podcast question or something and then I will happily dive into it because TikTok has a character limit and I'm not going to lie to you I'm not sending you 42 comments back to answer your question I'm just probably not going to answer because it's annoying that I can only put x amount of characters in a TikTok comment so yeah it's and, and for us to dive into things here and we're happy to do it if we get more people from TikTok listening to the podcast and I know TikTok is like a wild, wild ride. If you come over here to the podcast and you're going to be a TikTok troll, there's no way to block us or block you. So I don't, well, I don't, know, what we're gonna, I don't know what we're going to do with you, but you're stuck. There's not much for them to do over here anyway. So it That's doesn't true. really matter. But yeah, if you want me to dive into more topics, I'll do it on the pod. 
I'm not going to do it in the TikTok comments. Sorry. Um, but you can find me on TikTok and Instagram if you're not already there at coachjill.april. As always, you can find the podcast at Lattes and Lifting Podcast. And I was, you know what? We actually have a a podcast win, which we'll close with, is that um, so we're on this thing called Chartable, which charts podcasts. And we were actually number like 43 in Canada for fitness podcasts last week. So that is, it's based on like downloads and things like that on different platforms. So thank you because that's huge. We were ahead of some big names in the pod, in the fitness industry and um, even local people who probably don't listen, but have podcasts and we're like, just a little, little bit us over here. A little ego boost for um, us. So yeah, as always, anyways. thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.